0: hey 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 ladies it's jennifer Ford Berry, your host of the 29 minute mom and i am coming to you live from western new york today to just kind of catch up and kind of have a little bit of a girl to girl powwow um because there is a lot going on and as um host of the show. I feel like I'm always interviewing guests and talking about their stuff. And today I just kind of want to fill you in on what's been going on in my life. And hopefully you can um, get a few tips, you know, live and learn kind of thing through me. So welcome to the show. So happy you're with me. Uh, First of all, I just want to say start off the show and thank everybody that's been listening. You know, I, I started this podcast three years ago as part of my ministry and it has grown so much. It's absolutely amazing to, look at the statistics and the analytics from um, behind the show and see that people are actually listening all over the world. Um, so I'm very, very honored and humbled by that. And I just can't even believe that I get to do this, um, as part of my life. And I get to actually speak to people that are, you know, a continent or two away. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you to everybody in the United States listening and in other countries. I appreciate you so, so much. You have no idea. Um, you know, it's been a crazy year and I'm just kind of going to, let you guys in on some stuff that's been happening. You know, first of all, last year obviously was a hard year for everybody. Um, it was even harder year for me because on top of all of the COVID crap, which I will call it, um, I also had a senior and that was very disappointing for her Uh, and I had a lot of things going on in my extended family that were very um, upsetting and heartbreaking. So I had to do a lot of soul searching last year Um, and I actually think it you know I'm at the other side of it where I can look back and say you know it was a blessing in disguise. I think you know life happens for us not to us and last year was a perfect example of that. Um, Also you know, it was a great year to get into therapy. And so I highly, highly recommend it. If you are struggling, you know what, there's somebody out there that can really help you through it. And I could not have made it through um, last year without my therapist. I love her to pieces. She's helped me so much. And I also really suggest, you know, having that good group of friends that you can lean on when it's when things are hard. So um, that was last year. And by the end of 2020, you know, and I did share this in the show, I remember sitting at my kitchen table in the morning doing my devotional in December. And I thought to myself, you know, what? I'm sick of this year. I'm sick of this crappy year. And I do not need to wait until January 1st to start a new chapter. So I started it right then and there um, at the beginning of December, and I have had that same um, outlook until today. One of the things that I want to share with you today is, you know, how to handle life when the unexpected happens. Um, you know, we have so many goals, and if you know me and you've listened to my show, being a professional organizer, I'm extremely, um, like, Type A, I would say. And I'm also, I love a good plan. I love to have my ducks in a row. I love um, to have a schedule and a routine. And that last year was the beginning of throwing that off of, um, I was thrown off of my routine. And also, I was thrown off of my vision and, you know, kind of my goals for my life. And that's okay, you know, because it, it took me back to relying on the fact that everything from my life comes from God and that I need Him with me in this journey. And I need to rely on Him. 100% to have trust in him, to have faith in him, and mostly just to surrender. So um, when you go through tough times, it really reminds you to do that. And so, you know, back in December, I made a list of things that I wanted to accomplish and 2021. And as you know, it happens very often in life when you change your mindset. I think God will send you people, he'll send you resources, he'll send you tools to align with what he plants inside of you. And so at that point, I felt kind of a refresh. Um, and a, you know, when I was able to kind of say, you know what, I'm done living in this dark place and I'm ready to move on with my life and I'm ready to be proactive again. And so One of the best things I did is I picked up this book, um, Nicole Crank, and it was called um, I gave it to my friends, my friend, Jessica. So she has it right now. But the um, I think it's called Goal Setters and or Goal Getters. I'll find out the name of it, name of it for you, um, all that are listening, but it's written by Nicole Crank. And I have done so you know many books like this, and I'm all about goals, and I'm really actually good at time management. I teach it for a part of my career. But this was a little bit different because what Nicole talks about in her book is setting um, seven to 10 goals and writing them down every single day for 30 days. Um, And the other important part of this is when you're kind of you start the process with a big brain dump and you write down all the things you might want to accomplish and then you, you speak with God you pray about it and you ask him to guide you to seven to 10 so that was an important step so I did it every day for 30 days, and it was so powerful. Um, that I have continued to do it every day for the rest of the year. And the reason being is that it's kind of like, and it's simple, I'll write down the same goals every day, because um, that gets my mind focused on what I want to accomplish for the day. And then I add this part in myself as I thank God for everything he's already accomplished in my life or prayers that he has answered. And I'm going to tell you guys, it has been incredible. If you're not already tracking your prayers, I highly recommend it because you are reminded of how many times God comes through for you. It's, it really is a powerful thing. To, and it's also part of, you know, a gratitude practice. And when you have a hard um, situation happen, which, I did last week. I'll get to in a second. It just kind of reminds me that if I give it to God and I pray about it, he will take care of it. Um, and that has helped me so much in my life when I've come to stressful situations or I have fear takeover or panic. Um, I really just have learned to 100,000% 100, 100, trust him. Um, He does not let me down. And I want to encourage everybody listening today to remember that. Um, And the thing about the goal setting is that because I was focusing on it every single day, the things that I was focusing on obviously came to fruition. Um, One of those goals, which I'm super, super excited to announce um, today for the first time is I wanted to have Um, I wanted a publisher who believed in me. And when you're writing down the goals, the way Nicole describes it in the book is you want to write the goal, like it already happened. Um, and it says in the Bible, you know, to call things as that are as though they are. And so I was writing, I have a publisher who believes in me and it definitely, um, it, it, it just was to write it out like that. I it took away all the stress. Um, What happened is the, a lot of, you know, I have had several books out for many years. And a couple of years ago, I ended up having a situation where I had had the same publisher for, I think about 10 years um, and had had a really good run with that publisher, great team um, of people that I was working with. But as a lot of publishing organizations um, have gone through, they had to you know, they downsize and then they were bought out by a bigger, bigger publisher. So in the, t- in term of that whole reorganization and the downsizing, you know, my books and my brand kind of got lost in there and they weren't, um, producing the results, the team wasn't able to give my books the time and energy they deserved. And so I ended up leaving that publisher, um, which again, it was an easy transition because God closed that door as the same time he was opening a new door. And so for the last probably two years, I have had all the rights to my books back. Um, For anybody that's writing a book or listening right now, who is an author, you can understand what that all entails. But um, at the beginning of 2021, I did say to myself, you know what, I want to now sign with a new publisher. um, And I wanted it to be a Christian based publisher. It's just because that's kind of the, the, The journey I'm on personally. So, I am super, super excited to announce that I just signed um, with Baker Books last week. And I could not be more excited to work with the team and to have a new book being released next May. Um, And hopefully, um, you know, a few more right after that. I'm ready to really jump back into writing um, after a nice little break. And just put some more good stuff out in the world that can help people get organized and live their purpose and all that stuff that i'm passionate about so yes i'll be making that announcement um, on social this week uh should have already been done however again life takes twists and turns and so what happened um is you know a couple of things last week and here's the deal talking about how to handle the unexpected it is never, like the unexpected always pops up, right? And so it's just part of life. So I kind of live my life when the next, Big events coming up or the next season, I try to prepare way in advance. And this past week was a good example of that. So, what was going on behind the scenes is I was getting ready to sign the book deal. Um, I was our, also getting ready for three of our closest friends to fly into town from Florida. Um, We've been planning the trip for a while. We were very, very excited. My husband um, had, was on vacation, so he was going to be. I'm enjoying his vacation. Um, we also were in the middle of sectional, sectionals for baseball for my son, um, Bryson, who's a sophomore at a brand new school. He transitioned to a new school because of COVID and he was um, brought up to varsity. So it was a pretty exciting year for him and they were getting ready for their sectional playoffs week. I also um, had a... Uh, Uh, event going on. I actually also run a semi-annual family consignment event I've had for 15 years called Mother Time Marketplace. So we were scaling that um, part of the 2021 plan was to scale that. And we added added a brand new online pop-up sale. So that was going on. And on top of that, I'm um, hosting my niece's baby shower this weekend. So There was a lot going on and um, we were preparing and getting ready. And then all of a sudden I was driving to um, pick up our son from practice and just randomly out of the blue, my husband um, started having crazy awful stomach pains and next thing you know 10 minutes later we were and we were in the ER and little did I know um that I would not be able to stay with him due to COVID still even though it's what June of 2021 um they made me leave right away and so my they wheeled my husband you know into the ER he was in tremendous amount of pain especially for a guy who very rarely shows any pain and I had to leave um, because I did not you know, I had no idea what was going on. So I immediately went to pick up my son and went to a a friend's house. Here's the thing I want to say. When you're in a situation like this, everything is thrown off. You know, all the plans are out the window. All the planning is out the window. There's only the one person that you love that you can focus on. And so what happened is, I, which I do um, in situations like this often, I believe in the power of prayer. So number one, when you find yourself in a situation like this, I recommend the first thing, reach out to those friends and family members that are willing to pray for you, because that's the first thing I did. If I trusted the person that would pray, um, I sent a text and I said, hey, this is going up, going on, I'll fill you in later, but I just need you to pray for you know, my husband right now. And that brought me so much peace. It helped me really stay calm, um, stay focused. It, I feel like, you know, the Holy spirit had peace wash over me so that I could stay focused on making the calls and finding the doctors and doing all the things that I wanted to do for my husband from, um, you know, not inside the hospital. And so, um, I did that. And what's interesting is I was sitting there with my girlfriend making phone calls and all of a sudden she said, oh my gosh, there's a cardinal looking in the window. And she's like, everything's going to be okay. It was just a nice sign that it was all going to be okay. Um, I do believe that birds are, you know, positive signs. And so he was just sitting there staring right in the window, just like telling us it was going to be good. So um, what's also really important. So if you're finding yourself in a situation where you are experiencing the unexpected. Number one is pray. Number two, I want to just say is ask for help. You know, I had to call a girlfriend and say, Hey, my phone's about ready to die. Um, I need to come over, charge my phone, wait for a call in the town where the hospital was absolutely no problem. Um, You know, I'm so grateful. They ended up feeding my son and feeding us both dinner and, you know, making calls and texts with me. And it was just so comforting. So you know, do not be afraid to ask for help. Do not be afraid to reach out to the people that love you because I know that sometimes it's hard to ask for help, but guess what? When people ask us in return, we're happy to do it because when your friend is going through something tough, you wanna be helpful, you wanna be useful and it makes it so much easier if someone would just tell us what to do. Um, Whether it is say, can you pray or can you pick my kid up? There was so many of my husband's friends um, that week that really stepped up, helped us out with rides or just different things that had to happen, um, around the house that my husband couldn't do. So it was great. So number one, pray, number two, ask for help. It's, it's okay to do that. And the next step is just, to kind of figure out if you are very overwhelmed and there is so much to do is figure out a game plan. So what I did is when I finally that night had time to come home and, you know, recoup, my husband was actually in the hospital for two nights. I sent an email out to, um, You know, people through my event, letting them know what was going on. Um, And I just started to write everything down that had to be done in the next few days, figure out what I could ask for help with and what I could put off. So there were certain things that just did not need to be taken care of right in that moment. Um, So I put those things off and, you know, I looked at the list and said, what is an absolute priority? And if it wasn't an absolute priority, I didn't have to worry about it. So, there was a, just, you know, a, a small list and like I said, I mean, even the fact that like I remember one of my girlfriends, she's like I put dinner in your fridge. That was such a big thing. Um and she, you know, she's a busy working mom and she went to the store and it was like I thought it was the greatest thing. She got one of those pre-cooked rotisserie chickens. Um, a bunch of stuff for salad, mashed potatoes and a, you know, a pre-made pie, put it in my refrigerator. And so my kids are older, you know, they came in, my daughter got out of work. I brought my son home from, or no, somebody else brought him home from practice. And so it was already there. I didn't have to be home cooking for them. I didn't have to run to the grocery store. They didn't have to think about what they were going to cook. Like that's such a huge, huge thing. And I, I, I wanted to mention it just because sometimes, again, when there's tough things going on and we're not sure what to do, I'm going to remember those, um, th- those ingredients or those products from the grocery store next time somebody's going through a hard time. It's no big deal to go grab a rotisserie chicken, some bags of salad, and a pie. I mean. Seriously, the best thing in the world. Um, so that was huge. Um, and then the other thing is after I made the game plan and I just wrote everything down, I would just took a deep breath. I I surrendered it and said, you know, I need help to accomplish what I can. And it all got taken care of. Um, you know, my my like beside my friends, my father-in-law, my dad, like people that needed to know what they could do. I just said, Hey, this is what I need. And it was a huge, huge help. So make sure that you're, you know, reaching out. Another thing that I love to do when I'm really crunched for time, maybe not necessarily in a situation like this, but like in a situation where I have a ton to do, and I only have so much time to do it after I get my priorities, you know, straight, and I really have that list and the game plan written down, I set timers like all the time, I set timers on my phone. So I'm like focused for an hour and a half or I'm focused for two hours in my office, I set timers for things I have to do during the day. So I remember to do them without forgetting, I set um, timers for just tasks that I cannot forget, I have to do them today. Um, So I love that. And then I will just crunch through it because I know it's not gonna last all day. I know I only have a certain amount of time where I can get the work done. That seems to help a lot too. Um, but yeah, so we made it through and, um, my husband's doing much better. Our friends came into town. We had a fabulous time, uh, wrapping up the event, getting ready for the baby shower. It all worked out. Um, and you know, it's interesting because I had a friend, um, text me for prayer this morning for her daughter and I called her on the phone and I remember saying the exact same things that helped me to just, you know, ask other people to pray, ask other people to help and surrender it because he, he, he answers prayers. He does it all the time. God's faithful. And I definitely put that on my list the next day when I was doing my goals, you know, it was to just be so grateful, not only for my husband to be well again, but to also have people in my life that are willing to care and to lend a hand. And so next time you have somebody in your life that needs that, make sure you know, you ask them what they need because you never know when it's going to be your turn. Um, So yeah, really crazy times, but all good and super um, excited that the new book will be out next year. Um, The other thing that's kind of going on in my life right now is I'm getting ready to relaunch the Paper Purge project. So if you have not already seen that, you can just go to my website and you'll see um, that course. It's a really good time of year to do that over the summer when you might have a little bit more time to focus on things that you care about and just kind of restart, like reset. Um, We have the summertime up here in New York, it goes by so fast and we all want to be outside. We want to appreciate every second. We want to be, um, you know, really just enjoying the moment, but I also use it just to have time to kind of focus on my businesses and myself before the beginning of the school year. So that usually means more time reading, um, more time just journaling, more time sitting on my front porch with coffee and kind of daydreaming about what I want this next step to be. But I mean, honestly, that is really what helps me to achieve goals. It's not just writing them down, but it's really being intentional about how I spend my time and like imagining the possibilities, imagining what I could do if I stayed focused on this or that in the next few months. And it's powerful. Um, so I really, you know, want to encourage everybody listening. If you're, you know, getting ready to that, enjoy those summer months, sit down and make a game plan, write a bucket list. What do you want to do this summer? What do you, how do you want to spend your time with your kids or your family? Um, what are some of the places you want to go to? The thing about it is, is all of this is about time management. All of it is about, you only have 24 hours a day to accomplish the things that you want to accomplish and to live the life you want to live. If those 24 hours of day aren't moving you toward that vision, then you're going to have a day in the future that you just feel regretful because you wasted time that is precious. And when unexpected things happen, that's like the perfect reminder for me to always appreciate the moment, to live in the moment and to like really make life the best it can be and to not leave anything on the table to really, you know, make sure that my life every day is how I want to live it and to watch it grow from there. And you can look back and say, okay, you know, because of that one day in December, sitting at the kitchen table, spending time with God, I've now spent, you know, six productive months focusing on the goals. Um, And you can start that today. So if you're listening and you're like, you know what, I do want to do that then feel free to reach out to me. I'd love to encourage you. I'd love to work with you one on one. I'd love to, you know, just hear what you're thinking about but it's important to remember that you are in charge of your time because if you don't take hold of the time and you know, make a game plan, write it down in your schedule, carve out time for it, then somebody or something else is going to end up taking that time away from you. And the next thing you know, you blink and it's three months down the road and you didn't accomplish anything. Um, and the, here's the other thing, you know, I, I do a lot of projects, I have different businesses guess what? The best thing you can do is jump in the deep end and start swimming. You don't have to have everything lined up perfectly. So if you're, you know, if you're hearing this say, and you're like, something sticks out to you, like, oh, I would love to write a book, start writing a book, or I would love to scale my business this year. Write down ways you can scale and take one baby step today. Um, Big goals are always accomplished by tiny baby steps. I live my life like that, and I also live my life in a way that I don't have to have it all figured out in order to take a step in the right direction. I can just jump in and start swimming and figure it out as I go. There's so many times I've done that where I've learned things that I never thought I would learn just because I'm actually having to do it. I'm I'm not just daydreaming about doing something. I'm actually Doing it and practicing, making mistakes, trying new things, you know, starting over. It's all part of the journey and it's exciting and it's fun. And that way, you know, every day you're growing and every day you are waking up with purpose and intention and knowing that you're not wasting a minute. Um, Super, super powerful stuff. So, Definitely reach out um, and let me know also because we're going to be wrapping up this season of the 29 minute mom very soon I want to hear from you guys, what do you want to hear you know about next year what's some of the guests you think I should reach out to, or what are some of the topics we should cover? Do you think it should be more about organizing? Do you like the mix with the organization, the motivation and the inspiration? Um, I just would love to hear from you because it's funny being a host of a podcast. You, you know, you're basically by yourself. And then when you hear back from people, you're like, this is so fun. You get to, they're actually listening. So I would love, love, love to hear what you think about this past season, what you're looking for for next season. And like I said, if you need um, any help with this topic of just dealing with the unexpected, make sure you reach out. I'd love to help um, in any way I can. And I'd love to pray for you. So God bless all of you ladies listening. And thanks for tuning in today. And thanks for just sharing my my last year with me and the last uh, few months with all that's been going on. Take care. God bless.